The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Rabbi Sol Yaakov Fisher, the Dayan in the Badats, known as Tremendous Tamechacham. The story goes is that in his 70s, he had a pacemaker installed. The doctors did a number of step tests, excuse me, and they saw that in order for him to get the steps necessary to have a pacemaker, he'd have to go under local anesthesia. But due to the fact that he was in frail health, they were scared that if they put him on local anesthesia, they'll kill him. They didn't know what to do. On the one hand, they had to install a pacemaker. On the other hand, they may kill him. So they told this to Rabbi Fisher. He says, okay, but can you get it in without putting in local anesthesia? He said, we're literally cutting you. It's going to be excruciatingly painful. He says, don't worry, I'll think about something. Like Chamavadi and all these other, all these great Sadiqim. I'll think of a sugya. Go ahead, open me up. The story goes, no anesthesia. They ripped him open, installed the pacemaker. And he didn't say a word. And he said after, as he was recuperating, he said it was the first time he was able to pray, excuse me, to prepare Shabbat Hagadol to Rosh so early in the year. He was thinking about so many different things, and he had something ready. So you can imagine, technically, he was under a lot of pain, but he didn't show it. Now listen to this. Reb Nachman Seltzer says in the book, but this is my take on the story. He had it one way, and this is my take on the story. Years later, there was somebody who came to ask him a Sheila, and Rabbi Sol Yaakov Fischer was so weak, so weak, in fact, he didn't have the heart to tell people, I can't answer your question. Please come later. He couldn't do that. So Gabayim, people who were very concerned about his health, they would stay outside and they would basically shoo people away. People who had real pressing questions, they really needed to, they would speak to his grandson. His grandson would convey the message over to Rabbi Sarkar Fisher and then he would give it over to the grandson. The grandson would give it over back. There was one person who was waiting for a long time. He says, I have to speak to the Rav. Yeah, yeah you and everyone else. What do you, no, 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 this is very serious. And basically he says, this is the Sheila. This is the question. And it was a real, serious, very dangerous question. It was literally Sakana Nefashot. person's life was hanging in the balance. They didn't know what to do. And this person asked Rabbi Sholayakov Fisher all the previous Sheilot. So the story goes is that the person, I think it was the father or the Rav, he told over the grandson all the questions. He asked Rabbi Sholayakov Fisher. Rabbi Sholayakov Fisher barely croaked out an answer. The grandson came back and told the answer. What do you mean? And he tried to clarify. He went back again, asked the grandfather. Grandfather responded. He came back again. Back and forth, back and forth, like a ping pong game. They keep going back and forth, back and forth. Until finally, they got full clarity after 20 minutes. Now listen to this. As they're finishing up and tying up all the loose ends, the grandson's getting very tired from going back and forth, back and forth. So at the last round, when Rishogar Fisher finally tells him the final caveat, he says, Zayda, I'm sorry I'm asking this question, but this is clearly a very complex question. And you obviously wanted to ask that. May I ask why you chose to answer this if you're not in the best of health? He says, I'll tell you why. Because this person has always been asking me questions. And if I would turn him down, he would feel hopelessly lost. I couldn't have the heart to turn him away. I had to feel for him. You have to understand, it was very difficult for him to think about these questions and everything. And he still answered it. Now listen to this. This This is the most like wow of the whole story. He says, but Zayda, if you knew that, and you knew this was so important, then why didn't you yourself answer this person? Why didn't I just escort him into the room? You could have had a conversation, and it could have literally been cut into a quarter. He would have had his answer. It would have been done within seven, eight minutes, boom, 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 and it would have been done. And you know what he said? He says, this man is suffering. If he comes in and he starts telling me, I don't know if I have the heart to be able to withstand the pain and suffering this man is going through. You could cut him open and install a pacemaker. That he could do. He could push himself for 20-something minutes to answer a question. That he could do. But to see the person in his abject suffering, 
and face to face. I can't. I can't do that. That's real feelings. That's transcending physical. And everyone is shy to do that. You can empathize and feel for another person. That's what Hashem is looking for. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.